Okay, hello and welcome to the third episode of the year of the Betfair Trading Community podcast. I'm here with the Right Honourable Ryan Carruthers. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Martin. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. And uh, we're here today to talk about the new year because, of course, it is the first week of the new year. So uh, we just wanted to discuss our trading resolutions. Um, how's your year gone so far, Ryan? Yeah, this is um, it's a good time for me. I usually spend this sort of time probably until about the 12th of January just um, trying to get back into tennis, really, just watching the initial games, reading up on the players, what they did in sort of the last few weeks of December and just getting ready, really. What about you, Martin? Yeah, I've been. I've actually been doing a lot of trading. Um, the football's been uh, great recently. I've had uh, an incredible start to the year. Um, I think I'm up over 50 points on my uh, trades within the forum and uh, giving people some great low-odd lays that have won. I mean, hit an incredible streak. Uh, it's not going to continue at that rate, but uh, you know, hopefully it, it bodes well for the year ahead. And uh, yeah, I mean, so I guess it's quite a relaxed time for you then uh, as a tennis trader, because obviously, you know, it's hard to trade when there's not really any data to go on this year. Yeah, it's um, obviously the temptation is just to dive straight in because it's there. But um, I've got the football, which I, obviously I still always do. That keeps me ticking over, but I can't wait for tennis to get back. It's a quiet time, so you might as well use that time to build on a base for the year instead of just diving into some of these games where it's not the best quality um, and you'll find that there's not a lot of money about really compared to give it two three weeks time where all of your other professional traders and all of your other tennis traders are back in and the markets are then flooded with money yeah and uh, i think the football first half goals uh tips that you've been putting up have been having a great strike rate i've certainly been following and making money from them um so yeah cheers for those and uh it's good to see you doing a bit of football on the forum um so we'll get into it um basically you know what is the one thing this year i guess that you would like to improve um from last year within your trading um the main thing is really talking to other traders really I, uh, it's a very lonely thing, trading, you know, sat at a desk with a computer and then you're betting on a sport often miles and miles away from where you are. And um, there's things that you go through when you're thinking about the trade and when you're in the trade and then afterwards that only really other traders can, can help with. I'm sure if anybody's been to... Uh, a dinner party that their girlfriend or wife has dragged them along to or one of their friend's house or something like that. And people ask you what you're doing and what you want to do. And, you know, you say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a trader on Betfair. Nobody really understands it. So this year I want to make sure that I talk to other traders, really, um, because the issues that I'm going through and the mindset that I'm in, only other traders can relate to that. Um, so that's sort of my main thing that I'd like to improve from. Yeah, and uh, that is definitely a difficult issue um, with trading. I mean, I find, you know, trying to speak to friends who don't trade. Um, and I, I mean, I, I've currently moved up to a place called Apley Bridge in the northwest. And, uh, you know, a lot of my friends around here, I don't know anyone who trades. And, uh, 
you know, it does get difficult because a lot of your obviously your conversation and, and the things you like to talk about do revolve around uh, sports and trading. And uh, if there aren't people interested in that, it is difficult. But of course, one thing we're looking to do this year is uh, have BTC um, social events. So, you know, it'd be great to meet people within the forum. You know, I've met a few people um, during the last year and uh, every time I do, I'm always blown away by just how cool people are and, uh, you know, just how down to earth everyone is um, and the knowledge that you can gain just from having a cup of coffee with someone, you know, another trader you know, just sharing ideas. It does make a difference being face-to-face. You know, obviously a lot of our contact is online and uh, so it's lovely to be able to do that. From my point of view, um, the the other thing trading-related for me is definitely um, avoiding, you know, backing low odds-on shots, um, which has definitely been a problem of mine over the years, uh, especially within football markets, so with goal markets, where it's very tempting to go in at, 1.2 when a goal looks an absolute certainty but reality is you know as I know that there's no real value in it long term and the strike rate you have to have and the amount of bets you have to make at those odds to make any decent sort of return um, is just ridiculous so I mean from my trading perspective that's the one thing that I'll definitely be looking to improve on this year Um, and so I guess going on straight from that What's your trading resolution this year, Ryan? Well, I try to do the same uh, habits and the same things every single year and every single week um, and try and keep them consistent so that I stick to them. So the first, there's a couple for me, um, to continue to assess my own trading, to read up on mindset and to keep talking to other traders. So... I continually assess my own trading. I look at my entry points, I look at my exit points, I even jot down how I felt at that time when I actually pressed the button to trade uh, and my thought process behind that. Just because then it's it's all written down, you cannot lie, you cannot hide from that. So if then I can spot a pattern of my winning trades were happening when I was in a happy state, um it sounds so sad but it, it is the way that i am most profitable um if i thought this player was playing a certain way then i can assess that um and then moving on to uh mindset books reading other traders information and blogs that's where you get all of your information from so to continually educate yourself you are continually growing um a lot of people stagnate and they stop to where they are and it's one of the worst things you can do um so if you've got 10 15 20 minutes quick google search read some blogs read what other traders have been putting on twitter um order yourself a book from amazon and if you're on the train or if you're having a bad day trading just get out go to the local uh, coffee shop take the book with you give that a read it will re-motivate you um, and then leading on again, very similar to um, what I want to prove from last year. Again, talking to other traders because um, that can ch- that can change. And like you say, once you've met somebody face to face, I met a member of the community actually because he's from Lincoln, um, and he sent me a message on Facebook saying, "Can we go for a coffee?" 
uh, went for a coffee and just discussed trading. And it's so liberating to be able to do that. And then you come away from that and then you've got this renewed hunger for trading again. Um, so this is going to be my ninth year of professional trading. So I need to talk to as many people to keep that fire alive as I can. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, that, that's how we first met. I remember just uh, saying, you know, let's let's grab a drink and have a chat sometime. And, uh, you know, such a simple thing to ask someone. And, you know, you have to put yourself out there a bit because they might say no. Um, but, you know, the reality is that I'm sure a lot of people would like to, to meet up and uh, get to know each other a bit better. And like I say, the socials will work for that. And going back to your point about um, reading, watching um, and doing the right things to educate yourself. Um, I've had a few requests about blog posts that we've done um, and ebooks that we've done. Now, the ebooks are in the file section of our Facebook group. Um, so you just go to Betfair Training Community Facebook group, click on files if you're a member. If you're not a member, you'll have to sign up to get access to those. And then, of course, there's the blog, um, which is actually free to everyone. So that's just on our website, betfairtradingcommunity.com forward slash blog. Now, the, the thing with the blog is you want to go back through the posts because there's now about four pages, you know, full of blog posts because we've written so many key articles on so many key topics. And uh, so I've had quite a lot of people asking me today about cricket strategies. So I've just put a few of those blog posts on the page on the forum. Um, so, yeah, do go and check those because... Because, like I say, A, they're free resource, and B, I mean, there's some incredibly written articles there um, from other pro traders, not just myself and Ryan. For me personally, I mean, you know, my trading resolution really is the opposite of, of what my problem has been, and it's to back only at short odds, uh, especially in football. I mean, lay at short odds, sorry, especially in football. So um, I'm looking to lay at prices 1.3 or below um occasionally i'll go up to 1.5 very rarely go up towards evens but at the moment i, I do not want to be um, betting above evens so you know if that happens it will be very much a, a rarity and uh what i've found is that that has just massively increased my profit level and of course you know you don't have to bet big amounts to make a lot of money um, laying at low odds and if you are picking games where you know a goal looks likely heading into the last five minutes of a half or you know that this team has scored in every single game at home this season and then you know it comes to 80 minutes and it's still nil nil there's going to be huge value in laying the draw or laying the correct score at 1.3 or below so I've had an incredible hit rate. I've had 1.15 lay winners, 1.25 lay winners. Um, you know, I've had multiple ones around the 1.3 mark. And, you know, we're only six days into January. So it, it does work as a strategy. I've actually written a blog post on the art of laying low. Um, it's always been a big thing for me. But I think this year I'm just going to really exploit it to the max. And, uh, you know, because it's, it's so tempting to get into markets too early. I think that's maybe one of my biggest trading mistakes that I used to make. And uh, because you're so scared of a goal coming, you know, and I find that actually a lot of the time the goal doesn't come anyway. So, you know, you might lay over 0.5 goals at 4.0 only to watch the price come in and in until the 70th minute, 75th minute. 
where it's near evens and suddenly you've got a much better price to lay. And if you can be even more disciplined and wait even longer, um, or even one thing I do in that situation a lot of the time is I will have a smaller lay at, say, 1.5 or near evens on the correct score. And then as the price comes in, I will lay again. So maybe at 1.5 or 1.3 and then top up again at 1.1. Because, you know, if this is a good trade, if the stats are still trending the right way, then why wouldn't I top up? Now, I use a smaller stake for those initial bets. But it also means I don't get trapped by there being a goal, you know, after 70 minutes so or 60 minutes. So, you know, that's a great strategy and one I want to utilise a lot more going forward. And uh, it's had incredible results. So uh, and anyone who's been following the Facebook page will know that I do evidence all my trades and put them out there. Um, so, you know, there's been uh, a lot of people making money at the start of the year and it's been a, a very exciting time. I mean, is there anything else you wanted to add, uh, Ryan? We've covered quite a bit there, I think. Um, yeah, I, I just want to reaffirm the fact that what I've always, always thought is laying low um, because what we have to do as traders is the opposite to what people think we should do. Um, so I've always, always thought that and it's an excellent, excellent way to trade. It's also a good way to get into trading. Um, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't take that much money or time really. You know, you do your research, you can have your alerts set on. Um, all it takes is a bit of discipline to actually wait for that, that situation. But then it gives you discipline as well. If they're your strict rules, write them down, stick yeah. them up on the wall in front of you. Yeah. And then before you pull the trigger, just have a quick look at it, bullet points. Is it below 1.5? Yes. Brilliant. It follows my my results, my um, rules. Let's go for it. Yeah, and, and never be afraid to take on the market. I think that's a, a great point you make there and maybe something that um, I don't utilise enough. And I don't think other people do. Great example of that just from today, actually, where England are playing South Africa in the test match cricket. Um, and the draw price um, for the start of the day was uh, below 1.1. Now, you can lay that knowing that even if I laid it for £100, my max loss is £10, you know, and... Uh, even if you're trading with a £1,000 bankroll or £500 bankroll, you know, it's only 2% of a 500. You know, it's not massive risk that you're taking there. And uh, if that goes, you know, it's, it's, it's unlikely to put you into any personal debt. Or I hope it shouldn't anyway. But if it does go the other way, which it has done, um, and England have lost a lot of quick wickets and uh, the draw has actually shot out above 1.4 at one point. Um, so, you know, the huge angle you're getting there where you've got 30, you can only lose 10 ticks. Yeah. Even if it tanks in, you never get a chance to get out. You can only lose 10 ticks. But with it going to 1.4, you've gained 30 ticks. Now, imagine if it did go to evens later in the match or it did go above that, you know, and you've got your risk out already. Um, you can get your liability out whenever you like and, and you're running a free bet there. And uh, we always encourage people to run the free bets that way because uh, it's a great way to trade and you can keep getting involved in markets. One of the things I've done in the football markets actually that's worked quite well is I will lay, um, say, correct score at 1.3, expecting a goal, 
then a goal comes. Brilliant. But I don't stop there. I use some of that profit. Now, say I've laid for £10 at 1.3. I've only risked £3. I've got the £10 profit already. So I then invest another £2 maybe when it comes into 1.2. Now, I've made 8 quid no matter what happens. But I could make 18 quid if the goal comes in. Now, you're talking about, you know, no risk on that second bet. So I think that's such a great position to get into. Um, talking about the organisation as well, I mean, you bring up a great point there. And I think one of the things I really want to work on this year is improving my organisational skills. Um, so I've put together a plan, a literal weekly plan of my month of what I do, when I do it. Now, this isn't just for trading. This is for everyday life. So I've put, you know, when can I be sociable? I've put these things out. Of course, you'll get events you can't predict. And, you know, but it's about having a set structure and routine sometimes and uh, and also making sure you do have time for loved ones. Um, you know, I like to put a couple of evenings a week aside at least and uh, and hopefully a couple of days. And so I think that's one of the keys for me. And actually what I've found, and I don't know if you found this, Ryan, is that by planning my week, I actually end up with more time because I'm not doing the usual, you know, oh, I'll just do this now, or oh, this has popped into my head, I'll do this now, et cetera, et cetera. But I've got it all written down. I know when to do it. It actually takes me less time to do as a result. Yeah, exactly the same. And I've found that I'm actually a better trader for doing it because I've got that like work-life balance better. And I know that that's the allocated time for trading. So... I'm already thinking about it before it happens in the half an hour before that time starts. So I'm thinking, getting ready into that mindset. And then I know that this is for trading time. So when I get to the computer, I know exactly what I need to do. I do it and then I'm, I'm happy to move away. And then you spend more time, like you say, with your loved ones. And it, it does make you a better, better trader and person because your life's more organized. And you've got time set aside for certain tasks. You're more productive on those tasks anyway. And then you get a better better quality of life, which, let's face it, that's why we're all trading. Yeah, definitely. And uh, as a pro trader, I can definitely say that my quality of life is a lot better than it was when I was working full time. And, uh, you know, I hope I never have to go back to work, to be honest, um, and I can keep living this uh, this lifestyle and dream. And, yeah, and the important thing of that, like you say, is that, you know, remember that. That's what your aim is. You know, don't let trading sacrifice that by getting over-involved in it, by letting it take over your life completely. Um, you know, it's very easy. You know, you run it like a business, which is fine. But, you know, there's a reason businesses have opening hours. There's a reason why people work nine to five and go home to their family at five. There's a reason why people still have hobbies on the side. Um, so, you know, even if you do end up going pro with it or, or even when you're learning, I always think the best way to learn is use it as a hobby, um, yeah. you know, and, and obviously be serious within that. But if you see it more as a hobby rather than a job, I think it's a lot easier to get into and start with low stakes. And, you know, your job should be taking care of your bills. So there's really no reason why you can't start the right way. Build it up very slowly. Um, one thing Ryan said to me um, once, which is which is a great point, is that the market's the same. 
doesn't matter how much money you bet on something, the odds, the odds moves, everything is the same. So if you start with small stakes, you're still learning the same exact game as you would if you were putting the biggest stakes on. Um, but obviously, you're potentially saving yourself a lot of money in the process. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it looks like a great year going forward um, with BTC, doesn't it, Ryan? It does. I'm excited to to see what's going to happen with BTC, the changes we're going to make, and to get to meet some of you guys as well. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, we need to get on organising that. Um, and I mean, we're hoping to have some great software out this year, um, which we're working on at the moment, and uh, it's not too far off. And obviously, if you're not already using it, um, use our stats page. It's a free resource. And that is betfairtradingcommunity.com forward slash fixtures. You should be checking that on a daily basis. We list all the key games from that day. I'll be looking at it in a minute for the Serie A games, which are on this afternoon, um, which is nice for a Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being on, Ryan. Um, great to have you on again. Anytime. And, uh, yeah, also, if you do want to sign up for Betfair Trading Community, it's only £3 to try it. Um, so you just go to betfairtradingcommunity.com and scroll down the sales page and click the join now button and sign up and we will let you onto the Facebook page which is where the magic happens um, where me and Ryan are commenting daily as along with other pro traders who uh, I'm looking forward to getting on this podcast um, so thanks Ryan and uh, have a good one and hopefully see you next week see you soon Martin <laughs>